Uh, how about the fact that C.J. Stroud, the quarterback from Michigan, came out and said everybody on the team basically has the flu when they that's, lost to Michigan? That's so that's not an excuse, but, like, it definitely means something. I mean, it does, but not really. I love the, the comment I saw that I loved uh, was Michael Jordan played basketball with the flu once. Didn't seem to hurt him too bad. Yeah, Clyde Edwards Lair got 46 yards with the flu, so it worked out. <laughs> oh, wait. All right. All right. Let's start the show like this. <clears throat> Is Stephen Curry the most disrespectful NBA player in the league? Disrespectful or disrespected? Disrespectful. For him to go, oh, I need 16 for the record? Nah. I might do it against Portland. So not only – Oh, shit, is that tonight? No, that was last night. Fuck. So not only break the record, but break the single-game record of 14 by three. You tie it with 16, get the record with 17. He said he could do it in one night against Portland. Granted, you know, CJ's out and shit, but the disrespect – and Dame, may, like everybody but Dame is saying Dame wants out. <laughs> That's true too. That's another thing too. Like I, that, that's the. It'll never happen, but I would love for somebody to write that book and like, what the fuck is going on behind the scenes with Dame? Is he really like that chill of a person where he's just like that frustrated with the team, but he's not at all thinking about leaving? Or is he like, man, I don't want to be that guy, but fuck these Blazers. I mean, the only way he does that is if he leaves and goes to like a Hornets or goes to like a Knicks team that's not like built like a superstar team, but like has superstar potential. Then he gets respect. If he goes to the Knicks or if he goes to the Nets, Lakers, Warriors, name another one. Miami. If he goes somewhere like that, yeah, he's he's riding the cloud to get a ring for sure. But if he goes somewhere like that, he won't get the the real like ah dude for real. Come on, bro, you went there. You're whack as fuck. You think? I mean, it's a different sport. Like completely different sport. Completely different position. Do you think he's in danger of the Namdi Asamoa? No. Where he's just Namdi Asamoa, for those of our listeners who aren't familiar, absolute shutdown, top three cornerback for the Oakland Raiders. Nobody threw his way. He, uh, you know, dated Kerry Washington, big deal. And then he got traded to a contender. And immediately they were like, oh, I mean, the Raiders were just so bad. We didn't bother throwing to your side because we didn't have to. But now we no. can actually expose you because we have no. to throw it to you. Damon's an elite guy that can shoot. Shooters shoot anywhere. That's the thing. So he could – it's just going to elevate his game because now you might have Dame with your third best defender, your second best defender. And his range is so ridiculous that that's kind of impossible for 
like uh, Joe English for the Jazz or for, I mean, I don't know, Derrick Rose. I mean, Derrick Rose is he's an overall good player, but defensively lacks like shit. When you put him with Dame, that's going to be tough. So it's just going to elevate his game. I mean, he wants to play with Simmons. Yeah. Fortunately, you've literally got nothing Philadelphia wants unless you're willing to trade your boy CJ and maybe another piece. CJ and a first get it done? CJ and two firsts might get it done. That's a might get it done. But, yeah, Steph Curry, 10, 10 away from breaking the record. He only got six last night. I bet plus eight. Fuck her. Shot 17. You had a shot. I mean, yeah. Oh, how gross would it be? 17 for 17 to get it after that comment? Fuck. That would be gross. I mean, hey, I mean, I would trade Wiggins. Man. Bro, Wiggins Wiggins. is coming alive, though. I know he is. Wiggins is not bad. I mean, we've joked on this very show about Maple Jordan. You're right. But he is coming. He is. Dude's turning 27. It's officially right. done with puberty. Yep. He's on a team that doesn't need him to be a superstar. And quite mm-hmm. frankly, he could go for 40 points and they would talk about him for two hours and then they'd be back on Steph. I mean. It goes completely under the radar. That's cool. You got Curry, Clay, Wiggins. That's a good matchup. That's dope as fuck. But if you have. Curry, Dame, Clay, and you keep Draymond. And if you find a way to do it with Wiseman, ooh. If you trade Kaminga, that's on that team, that's a really good young player. Kaminga's the new Draymond, though. I know, but if you trade him and Wiggins and a first, you could get Dame. But I don't think you you keep everyone. I, I don't. I think Wiggins fills the way Wiggins is playing right now. He fills more holes for that team than, oh, yeah. than you would have with uh, Dame. You're and that's, no offense, that's sure. no offense to Dame because your boy Steph, he's a true point guard. Say what you will. Like, he is a true one. He gets it done at the one position. So I think you're playing him. And, again, he's just as good of a shooter. So he can definitely fit into the two. But yeah. you're you're – Playing him a little bit out of position by putting him at the two. That mm-hmm. means Clay is playing a three. I don't think you yep. want Clay at a three if you can avoid it. You're paying Draymond a no, because you're not going to repay. You're not going to resign Draymond. That's just like Draymond Green does not seem like the kind of guy. And who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. He does not seem like the kind of guy who's not going to take the most money he can. No, he'll. I don't know. He looks like he'll take a friendly deal. I feel like he'll take a friendly deal to stay at the Warriors because he wouldn't fit in well anywhere else. He would truly have to go to the Knicks. He would. Oh, he would have to go to. Uh, the, no, God, no, bro. I could see him taking a bag somewhere because here's the thing: he's stupid confident. Like that's a Big kind time. of. He's the kind of dude who's like, bro. Send me to the send me to Detroit. You went to college at Michigan State. Send me to Detroit. I'll whip that team into shape. Like low key, if he if you told me that he was coming to Minnesota, I'd be kind of hyped about it. Well, yeah, because he's a defense. Yeah, of can't, course. I can't afford him, but like no, that that's the kind of. But shit you won't I'm, get. I don't think you get the same Draymond. 
I mean, you that's haven't the had the same. You haven't had the same dream on Draymond in like two, three years. That's why they drafted Kaminga, and that's why they got Wiseman, and that's why Draymond is doing everything he can to coach up these young guys to try to give himself a little bit more utility. Like, oh, yeah, maybe we'll keep Draymond around. Maybe Draymond be great six man off the bench, seven man off the bench. Who knows? But you're not going to get overpaid to do that role, right? And if you had no, to choose you. right now. If you had to choose right now between Draymond or Wiggins, assuming like both are free agents, I think Wiggins will play for cheaper. I'd say Wiggins. Yeah. And I think Wiggins is a at this point in their careers, a better defender. I know that's blasphemy to Draymond who thinks he's a defensive player of the year, but I think Wiggins is a better defender on and off ball. I think he's got a much bigger offensive upside. He can take over a game more than Draymond can. And he has kicked zero people in the testicles. <laughs> yeah, Draymond has like three, four maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Two including, the, including sure. the kick that cost you the series against yeah. LeBron because you were out for all of the important games. Facts. And created a massive sizing mismatch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I like – Low-key, Wiggins is playing himself into a career right now. Because for, for a minute, it was not happening. Now the only thing that can get Wiggins' way is being stupid and thinking he's worth the kind of money he's making right now. Her and Curry's coaching on him has done wonders, and that's what he needed. That's what he needed. I think I Bro, called that a while ago. How is How is – Andrew Wiggins playing this fucking good, and Steph Curry still can't get a fucking double double. I don't know. It's it's the eighth wonder of the world, honestly. <laughs> Discovered by me. Thank you very much. You're guaranteed. Yes, sir. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed. My name is Angel. I'm with the notorious Jay on a hot streak. How you doing, man? I'm back. I'm back. Yes, sir. Had a big day in Sweden today. We're back. Angel, I gotta I gotta give you a Taylor fade right now. Oh shit. Is Kristaps Porzingis a defensive player of the year candidate? Man, I watched him yesterday. He was really good. Because your boy, Anthony Edwards, has some <laughs> things to say about uh, Rudy Gobert, whom you are a known hater of. Yeah. Would you, yeah. Care, would you care to react to Aunt, Anthony Edwards saying that Rudy Gobert does not put any fear in his heart and – he is a much worse rim protector than Kristaps Porzingis. I don't know. That's tough. 
That's real tough. I don't know. I'm going to tell you. would be all over that. I mean, I'm going to tell that for sure. But am I losing my time? Am I losing my mind? You said Przingoff, Edwards, and Gobert. Yeah. What are you saying Christoph Przingis for? Christoph like he's Przingis. absolute he's absolutely trash. Like this is why Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards said, and Pat Beverly said the same thing last mm-hmm. night after they played the Jazz and got whooped. People were asking him about if he had a hard time scoring on mm-hmm. Christoph or on uh, Rudy Gobert, the defensive mm-hmm. player of the year, and he said. Rudy Gobert didn't put no fear in his heart. Mm-hmm. If you watch it, if you watch Kristaps Porzingis, Anthony Edwards had a hard time getting to the rim. We weren't, we wasn't getting no layups on Kristaps Porzingis. I ain't scared of Rudy Gobert. Oh my god! I don't even know why he brought his bitch ass up. And we know Rudy Gobert is trash. We all know this. He's just a big guy that just gets in the way. He two time defensive player of the year, three time defensive player of the year. Can he do it one through five, Jay? Can he do it one through five, Jay? Michael Jordan can shut down a big man. Michael Jordan can shut down a point guard. Ben Simmons last year shut down a big man, and he shut down a point guard. Anthony Edwards. He's just, yeah, and he doesn't fucking score. So, like, come on, bro. Why is he getting so much fucking hype? Come on. And then oh. him mentioning Christoph Porzingis is fucking stupid. It's just like, why are we like when you said I was a timeout? What is going on right now? Because like, no, they the Wolves played a shitty game that game against Dallas, and then they got whooped by the Jazz. But Rudy's still trash, bro. Rudy is still trash. Come on, man. Rudy's not stepping up. Let Anthony Edwards and uh, Rudy Gobert go ISO. Come on, man. Nine times out of ten, Edwards is getting there and scoring to the basket. What's funny is you got so passionate there that everything froze for a while, and I don't know how much of that I got, but I'm going to publish it all anyways. I read that I read that quote, and I didn't send it to you specifically oh because I wanted to get your reaction like, live. Just like when you said it all, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is going on in that camp right now? Goodness gracious. Trash. Both players. Trash. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Ben Simmons can start right now and play the rest of the year, and I'll give it to Ben Simmons, bro. Come on, man. I'll give it to Kyrie. Fuck it. Before I give it to Rudy. God. Let Rudy and let Rudy and Durant go one-on-one all night. Come on, man. Let's be real here. They're a well-coached team, and they coach well around it, and they feed guys to Rudy. And Rudy just stands there, and he's just a big guy. That's it. That's it. That's it. Fucking hate. Not a hater. Not a hater nope. at all. I'm just calling it. I'm just calling the facts, man. Just calling the facts. They, these guys just, I don't know, they're expanding their international look, so they give it to an international guy. That's all it is. I'd be surprised one year that if he gets like, if he averages like 15, 20 points, they might be giving him the MVP. 
Bro, what's going on with the maps? Speaking of Chris Stops. I mean, fuck. For me, that was so wild because, yeah, I don't know, man. Mark Cuban's got to fix some shit. They're not looking good. No. He looks great on uh, on the show, though. Making real good investments. But he's not making any investments in his fucking team because this team is fucking trash. Can he not get talented down? I, I mean, it is the like third most populated city in America. I don't know if you've been to Dallas lately. Uh, I went to Dallas last year and I expected like rodeos and cowboy hats. No, 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 dude. It's basically just like smaller Chicago. It's oh, nice. It's like the second most popular city for Fortune 500 companies. So tons of opportunity, tons of business, no state taxes. I don't know what Mark Cuban's doing. You have a legitimate marketable superstar. I don't know if it's because Chris Stops is making max deal money, so you can't offer a max deal. But mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Luca's definitely slumping. Uh, yes. Jason Kidd is definitely not lighting a fire under that ass like you thought he would. And I don't know if there's something going on where he's just not meshing. His coaching style is not meshing with Luca. Uh, Which is crazy, knowing how J.K. was probably one of the best assist guys in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like nothing. But I mean, it's J Kid's first real shot. I mean, no, he coached for, uh, coached the Nets for a little bit. Like a little bit. Deron Williams and other boys. But Deron Williams is a pass guy. See, Luca's a shooter. Luca needs to be a two. Luca's like Harden, bro. He needs the ball in his hand to make things happen, and he just doesn't make the right pass. That's the thing that he lacks that Harden has. Harden can make the right pass. Often. Luka doesn't. Luka needs a two. Luka needs a Beverly. You know what Luka needs? Luka needs a fucking Ricky Rubio. I think between the two of them, that creativity – you could see some real oh, yeah. shit. I, mean, I don't the creativity, like, yes. Because again, Luca also needs to be putting up twenty five shots a night. Or shit, they can find a way to get a Dame down there. Because now Luca has to pass it to a star that demands the ball as well. So now it's just like, who are you gonna guard, Luca Dame? Like, who's gonna fucking put you out that night? And that's probably gonna get a little fucking heat off of Luca and Dame at the same time. Honestly, the way that the Indiana Pacers are apparently having a fire sale, I am shocked that I have not heard Dallas be mentioned in wanting some of these people, some of these guys. That's true. That's true. I don't know, man. Like, are they in a position to do that? Like, the rest of that roster is not, like, efficient at all. I mean, you're telling me if you got a Miles Turner or a Sabonis, that oh, no. would help you get Miles your team? Turner, yeah. No, Miles Turner definitely helps your team. Like, get Kristaps Porzingis and Miles Turner playing 
uh, interchangeable four five. Yeah, helps your spacing right away. You know, you want to help a playmaker. But like what do Luka, you trade for that spacing? I mean, at he's this got a point, one for sure. But here's the thing: at this point, they're looking to just get anything. Fucking trade a first. Who gives a shit? No, no, bro. NBA a two cash consideration, maybe. Sure, whatever, dude. The NBA draft picks are worth nothing unless it's a top five. And right it, now, and, but here's the thing: playing bad. But here's the thing: you're they're still five hundred. They're still in the playoffs. If it started tomorrow, no play it. So here's the thing: with Luca and Kristaps in that division, like. Are you ever going to be that bad? Are you ever going to be no. that bad where you're in the lottery? No. Because you shouldn't. You shouldn't be. And, that, that's, your, and that's your issue. You are literally 12 and 12, 6 and 6 on the road, but you're second in your division or in your conference. Second in your division. Wait. Yeah. Division. Division. I was get that confused. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, what are you, what are you going to do? I don't know. They got to trade. They got to make a move here, but moving your first, I don't know. You have to make a move that is worth your first. You get Sabonis and Turner type shit. You need to get uh, Zion and get him and Luke on the same fucking diet. Shit. You're just moving them from fucking, fucking seafood and lobster to fucking just barbecue. Well, just trade fucking <laughs> Boban for Miles Turner straight up. Oh, dude. Luca will have fit. That's his bud. Bro, I don't like here's the thing. It's just <laughs> it's the NBA. So just trade a fucking big contract and let them cut it. Yeah. Like I, I don't care. Trey Burke. Trade Trey Burke. Like who's the last guy on your roster? Trey Burke in a second. No. Nope. Jaquari McLaughlin. Your fifth string point guard. Trade him. Yeah. Moses Brown. How often is your third string center getting time? Right. Upgrade you're upgrading the position. I don't know. Like Dallas needs to needs to do something, man. Cause they they are in a, a window where Luca just signed, right? Max deal. Yep. Like you got to make it worth his while and you got to get some serious run out of this. And I don't like, I don't see Steph Curry going away. No, like no offense Not for another like, five years. Like they should be trying to get a Draymond. Like that they should be trying to get uh, a guy like that. Like all these old dudes coming out to play for LeBron. Like, man, why weren't you trying to get Russ? Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe not, but like, I don't. There was a lot of vets out here who could have stood to go somewhere real nice like that, right? And, and they just didn't get it done. Which I feel like Cubans always been in the mix. I feel like this was one of the first years where he they're not in the mix, and they're not. There's like no reason for them not to be in the mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I got you. They're a good I, I can fix team. it though. How? John Wall. He's I don't in, hate that. 
he's in Houston. He's saying he wants to play for Houston, but if you can make a move and get John Wall out of Houston and get him to Dallas, that move is it gets you up there. It puts you up there if John Wall can play as to the potential that he's supposed to be playing, especially when he got to Houston. I mean, absolutely. And he's he's yeah. just playing not playing for free. Right. Otherwise, otherwise I know they're in tenth place in the in the West, but as a Sacramento Kings fan, I have to say <laughs> that roster, like oh, they're in a three game winning streak. Shout oh, out the red hot Sacramento Kings. Shout out Sacktown, my boys. Uh but there's a coach uh, over there now? Uh Alvin Gentry. Oh, there you go. Okay. Guy who couldn't get it done in New Orleans. One of the many who could get it done in New Orleans. Uh, but low-key, they're a team where it's like, hey, start winning or start selling pieces. Because right now you are in no man's land and you're in Sacramento. Yeah, they're not going to sell pieces with Gentry, though. He's not there for a long time. So it's get rid of him and the coach and the team. And that's like an off-season move. Three-game winning streak, they might be able to run. That's your uh, team, so don't tell them to sell. <laughs> while we're doing while we're doing our NBA shoot around, so to speak, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up a stat. Um, I believe I sent it to you earlier today. Let's see here if I can find the exact numbers. Uh, our boy from last episode, Zion Williamson, he has officially sat out more games in his NBA career than he has played in. Jeez. He has now uh, missed 86 games, and he has played in 85. Shut it down. Try again next year. No point in bringing him back. We've seen a picture of him on the sidelines. He looks like a dope-ass left tackle that the New Orleans – Lauren is slaying to need right now. They need Zion to strap up and play left tackle. He has the footwork. He's a basketball player. Oh, imagine Taysom Hill rolls out right, passes back in the end zone, touchdown, Zion Williamson. <laughs> I mean, at this point, at this point, like you're 7 and 20, you're 15 games back. You're not even at the break. You are shooting for another lottery pick. I mean, do you think that Zion Williamson is suddenly going to be better with Chet Holmgren? Like, do you think no, Zion Williams is going to be better with uh, Sweaty Kid from Duke? Like, I I don't know. The Sweaty Kid from Duke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the what the plan is now because, like I said, New Orleans, you're gonna get another lottery pick. You're gonna get another another you know potentially top three pick. That's going to be your franchise. You might as well just see what you got with Zion because at this point, it took uh, what's his face, the Suns uh, center, um, Aiden. Aiden. It took Aiden five, six years, like a Wiggins amount of time to really catch on. But he was playing in games. He wasn't missing mm-hmm. time. 
how can you see what you have if you're not even going to play the guy? Like, sore foot. Okay, but does he have a stress fracture? Have you hired him a nutritionist? What's really going on? Is this a uh, Jared Lorenzen situation where he just can't stop eating? Or is this the fact that, like, I don't know, we practice right outside of a po' boy stand and, you know, Zion has a lot of free time. <laughs> I just – I don't understand this shit at all. He like, needs a nutritionist at security guard. <laughs> first year you had to teach him how to run, but you never thought, hey, maybe we should get someone to keep his weight down. Just a sad story for Zion Williamson at this point. Like, well, it, I really – he better ban – he better find a way to bounce back. Well, and the thing is, Shaq, notorious for coming into camp overweight, like heavier than Zion, but he played every single game and he played himself into shape. Mm-hmm. Charles Barkley would play himself into shape. Uh, you can't do that if you're not playing and you're not practicing. Right. So, yeah, they got to figure this shit out real fucking quick. Otherwise, I mean, this was supposed to be a generational talent. And you are ruining him absolutely starts with coaching too you got coaches in and out of there they don't, they don't know what to do yeah yeah they they need to find somebody to build around like Otherwise, your gm needs to come down and talk to zion and just like here you're getting this guy this guy this guy they're gonna follow you around you're eating zion, salads hypothetically zion free agent next year are you oh. giving him a max deal? Fuck no. If you're, he gets a true prove-it deal. If you're New Orleans, are you giving him a max deal? Um, Yeah, you need to, but he probably won't take it. This sort of shit is probably coming from his camp because he doesn't want to be there. He might be just shutting himself down to play somewhere else next year, which is smart for him and his future. But for New Orleans, I don't know. That happens and he's out, go ahead and throw it away. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, does Quebec want a team? NHL won't give him one. (laughs) Oh, man. I believe. They'll take anything at this point, right? Yeah, that there, there it is. There is your new Seattle Supersonics. Boom in Quebec. Enjoy the cold, boys. Minnesota's going to look like a paradise. Which again, <laughs> whatever. Fuck New Orleans. <laughs> right. Breaking news. Breaking news. As Bryce Young wins AP Player of the Year. So he is. And Dalvin Cook is active tonight against the Steelers. 12 days removed from a dislocated shoulder. Man. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't do a ton for me. What do you think about this game tonight? Uh, I don't really care. I think both teams are out of the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. The Vikings should win if the Viking again, the Vikings legitimately, if they don't win like through, 
they might be at a spot where if the Vikings lose one more game, everybody's fired. What a great day in Minnesota that would be, huh? Yeah, unless they lose like the last game of the obviously like the game before the last game of the season, maybe. Like the only thing that like if they lose to Green Bay, maybe they'll keep people, but yeah, they they're just terrible. Yeah. Steelers uh impressive way not to lose against the struggling Ravens. They're still uh they're still in the hunt though. So Steelers need this game. They're both in the hunt, realistically. They're not mathematically out, but they both go on a winning streak. They can find themselves in the playoffs. That's the beauty about having seven teams in the playoffs. There's just like almost everyone makes it. That's what it almost feels like. So they're both could be in there. Just definitely got to win this game for sure. Taking the Vikings for sure. Fuck it. I, I'm, that I'm, Cook I'm, is in, so I'm sitting out of this one. I would love a Justin Jefferson game, but that that's all I got. I mean, Angel, you're gonna get it. Taylor Fade, the next coach of the Oregon Ducks, will be Chip Kelly. Apparently we'll they. That. Apparently they want him back and they're willing to buy out his $9 million contract to get him back. Man. He had such a good run. He had a good stretch of games for UCLA. He should probably stay there. They finished eight and four, which is not bad for UCLA lately. Right. Like he should definitely stay there. But if UCLA, if Oregon's willing to do that and Chip Kelly, and if Oregon's willing to sign him long-term, like, just commit to him for a solid, like, eight years so he could get his feet wet and get back to being good with that offense he had? Why not? How about this? Fuck it. I'm going to flip my – I'm going to flip it from fade to tail it. <laughs> How about this? Chip Kelly, you got Lincoln Riley. Uh, can – how about this? In the next two years – Will a Pac-12 team be able to compete in the college football playoff? Nah, that's tough. Because you got to think. I mean, Lincoln Riley already has given coaches. the yeah. USC already has their best recruiting class since probably Pete Carroll. Like everybody's already flipping from Oklahoma to. Uh, USC, which yep. is kind of funny because if you look, like they're all LA kids, they're all California mm-hmm. kids. So, like Lincoln Riley knows how to recruit California, knows how to recruit LA. Uh, you got to think that's going to give him a huge recruiting advantage to basically anybody who doesn't want to go to a powerhouse SEC school, like in Alabama and Georgia, um, right. He's gotten, what, three Heisman finalist quarterbacks, two winners, three winners and four finalists. Either way, the man just does nothing but recruits talent at quarterback. We'll see what happens if Caleb Williams bounces. But either way, they have the number three, I think, quarterback in in next year's draft class or recruiting class. 
I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just yeah, such I a... would love to see it. I would love to see him bring that back to, like, that West elite team where they were just, like, breaking down every single team they go through. But you got to make sure that if you're going to do that, you start scheduling that talent, that team right now. Start yeah. scheduling LSU because they're going to get back informed by that. You go ahead and schedule yourself with Miami U. You go ahead and get – I don't know if you want to go get Bama because that's always going to be tough. I mean, at the same time, if you schedule someone this year, you're scheduling for like 2031. Um, that's what I'm saying. You start yeah. doing it now. That's what I'm saying. You start doing it now because that's going to be – you're going to have your feet wet for six, seven years. So you're going to be already an elite team, and then you can see those guys. Man, that's so dumb. They need to put a limit to that. It has to be only four years, four years in advance, like a whole draft, a whole draft class, or you know, talk about four years for a guy to be in school. Then boom, you just change your schedule going forward. Yeah, like you play that schedule for two years, and then you schedule the next four after I, those two years. I mean, otherwise, I think you need one like a flex week, where yep. like. Like the NCAA can step and be like, okay, Cincinnati, you're playing Pitt right now. Uh, and like, I don't know who else is good, whatever. Coastal Carolina, you're playing Notre Dame. Like, because yep. we need to we need to bump some of you out of here. You know what I mean? Otherwise, mm-hmm. you just expand the playoff and you remove non-conference games. Yeah. Even two weeks in advance. Like you just figure like just a competition week right before the bowls or whatever is like, or we just go to championship week or we just go to super conferences. Pack 16, 16, big 16. What? uh, SEC expand the SEC. They're already doing it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it. So viewers can just, it's easier to follow for everyone. Just have four big ones and call it good. We're fixing college right now. SEC or NCAA, listen. Oh, bro. I love it. Yeah, so Chip Kelly, that was the big news for me. I I really do, like, I kind of agree with you. I do think he's building something in UCLA. Uh, I guess the question for him is, like, can he – recruit like he did in Oregon because I feel like I mean you can only do so much right right like before they catch up to you Mm -hmm. so I don't I don't know what that future looks like for him in uh in US UCLA or even in Oregon because I mean I just feel like when you run the offense the college football playoff fucks Chip Kelly Cause you can like surprise people. And even when Oregon had big teams, his offense is just so gimmicky. Lincoln mm-hmm. Riley does the same thing where it's like, it's a great offense, high flying offense. It's just too small to do it against like big competition. And if you manage to luck out like Baker and Kyler almost did and win a game, you got to do that twice. Mm-hmm. That's just tough, man. Like you need horses and it's hard to do. So yeah, I don't know. I think 
Pac-12 these kids are getting a- bigger and faster though. So if you get a guy that's built a little bigger, that's still that fast that can run your offense, eh, that's how you stay competitive. You go get those diamonds in the rough, you know, those in the middle of Montana looking at a linebacker because he played in a D4 school and he might be a potential <laughs> superstar in the league. Just go Bill Belichick on it. The difference is Bama already recruited that kid when he was 15. <laughs> and Nick Saban gave his parents a Mercedes. Yeah. You got to get ahead of that game. He's, he's, he's driving to his middle school practice in a G-Wagon paid for by Nick Saban. <laughs> you got to up it with a Bentley, bro. You got to get the Bentley truck. <laughs> you just got to step it up. That's how you compete. Go electric. That might work, too. Elon. <laughs> Elon. Where did Elon go to college? Right. Oh, yeah. That's that's uh, that's all I got. Oh, uh, hockey, man. You been watching any hockey? Uh, here and there. Bro. I haven't been able to, like, fully catch up on it. I'll say this. You're Minnesota Wild. Our Minnesota Wild are getting no respect at all, but they are the number one team in the West after convincingly and epically dismantling Toronto and Edmonton back-to-back. And now tonight they are going to probably lose to the San Jose Sharks because that is just what happens. <laughs> but, no, well, they're playing really well, man. Hockey is hockey is back. Hockey is hot. Um I think in the in the near future, as we get around to the All Star break, uh, we might have to uh, dive into that a little bit. Yeah, we're definitely going to dive into the hockey, especially that the boys are hot and they did a lot faster than we expected. You said two, three years. Shit, it looks like they don't need that much time. Looks like they're ready to go right now. Well, you look at uh, the Wild, especially it's. It's very interesting because they have no money. So, I mean, I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen after this year. Uh, they're going to have to be just they're, – they're having to keep a lot of prospects down. And man, it's just a team that grinds. You've got Ryan Hartman's got 13 goals. Uh, I, th- I don't think he's had 13 goals in a season before. And sure. he's playing for no money. He makes every line better. He's the most important person on the team. Kirill Kaprizov has – 19 points in 10 games. Just crazy. He's on pace for 69 assists this season, which uh, the previous wild record would be 58. So he's on pace to destroy that. And he's got nine goals. That's why we paid him. And Cam Talbot is playing like a fucking Vesna winner. It is crazy. The last couple games I've seen against Toronto and Edmonton, he has stand, been standing on his head and is just shutting down. The Wilder getting got outshot, I think it was like four, 39 to 26 mm-hmm. uh, against Edmonton. Talbot was incredible. Uh, Matt Dumba is playing really well. Jonas Brodeen shut down Matthews and uh, Connor McDavid back-to-back games. Man, this team is just playing grinding hockey. They are playing the kind of hockey that uh, the Islanders normally play 
and the Islanders can barely win a game. Yeah, they just won their first one out of like 14. 12. Is there thir- 12. Would have been their 13th loss in a row. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> what a horrible streak. And I bet them their tenth and or their tenth and eleventh, and I bet against them the twelfth when they won. Of course, called it completely wrong. Had to happen. <laughs> oh shit! All right. All right. KHL. Right, what else? KHL. Oh, yeah. Dynamo. Moscow. Siska. Moscow and Jokerit. Uh, are in a three-way battle for top seed in the uh, in the West. My boys, Metalurg, my Steel Foxes, top seed in the East. It's been great. <laughs> Those of you who follow my KHL picks, we're we're getting there. It's been a weird week for that, but we've got some good matchups coming. We've got Dynamo playing Ska on uh, Sunday, and they're on a four-game win streak. Oh, Dynamo's doing that thing where they beat really good teams and they like go to overtime against really good teams and then they'll do something like they did yesterday and they'll lose to fucking admiral in overtime they play down in the competition huh yeah pretty much it's huh. like they don't even show up some games i don't know what it, and they it's not even they play down to their competition they just have letdown games it's incredibly yeah. frustrating because those are the games where it's like they played so fucking good for three straight games. I'm going to hammer them against Admiral. Like, they're coming from Vladivostok. That's on the coast. They're crossing three time zones. They're playing a road game. And then they come out and just lay an egg. Jeez. It's very frustrating. Very frustrating. But the KHL. KHL is getting wild. Um, stay tuned because... Uh, I'm really starting to lock in and dial in on that. And it, I think we're going to have a good end of the year. Uh, yeah. Make picks. sure you're tailing Jay's picks because he throws some my way and I tail it and he has made me some really good money because I'm like, Jay's sending it to me. Yeah, put a little more on it. See how it goes. And it works out. So make sure you're tailing these KHL picks. It was a, it was a slow day today, but I think I'm going to have a good one. I might have a good one tomorrow. We'll see what happens. There you go. All right. You want to do uh, what's your fantasy? Yeah, let's get into that. But I got to know what's your fantasy. Money back guarantee. Do I have to change the clip for what's your fantasy money back guarantee? Because I, the only person I could find yelling money back guarantee was the my pillow guy. Um, can you say it somewhere and like change it up so like say it to the mic and like change up the tune and all that on GarageBand or something? I need to learn more. We either need to hire an intern (laughs) or I I need to learn more about editing where I can like truly mix things. Cause that's the issue is like for me to add things in, like I'm just an absolute chimp about layering. So 
yes at some point i need to do that but <laughs> and i need to be able to like break down and like isolate audio from clips i'm ripping and take the audio out so i can add different audio over the top of it it's a whole thing all right let's get into what's your fantasy we have some very interesting games today. some very interesting games i would say there are a lot of trap games Let's say that. There's some teams oh, yeah. that need to win to prove something. Let's get into it real quick. Now, we talked about a little bit of the Jay or the Steelers and the Vikings. They play Thursday. Um, night or tonight. last night if you're listening to this right now. Yeah. Last night. Yeah. Sorry. And yeah, we're a little late, but we're calling it before the game, so we're not cheating. It's an hour before game time. <laughs> but I am going to take the Vikings here. I have it in my picks of the week. Um, I think that they really, really need this win um, to the point that they're going to start Dalvin on a dislocated shoulder after 12 days. Or, yeah, 12 days. So, it's going to be very interesting. Dalvin's going to run the ball. Um, No Adam Thielen. So, we might see another 150-yard game from Justin Jefferson because there's pretty much Justin Jefferson and... That's about it to throw to right now. So, carry me to the playoffs, JJ. Do it. <laughs> yeah, the Vikings are up, and I'm taking the Vikings over the Steelers. Um, Steelers coming off a weird win. They got it. But I think the Vikings, now with a healthy defense, everyone is coming back. Barr, Kendricks, per, uh, Peterson, they're all playing tonight. I think they're all going to be great. Uh, I got the Vikings winning this one. Okay. Uh, I It's at home. I think it's going to be closer than people think. You really don't want to pick this game. <laughs> I, I think Justin Jefferson is better than anybody on Pittsburgh's defense right now, but TJ Watt is active. Yep. So, I have, if, you, if you have Kirk Cousins over half a pick, I would take that. Yep. Um, you saw how badly – Kirk struggled, but hopefully a week without Adam Thielen. Uh, KJ Osborne's just as good as Adam Thielen. He can, he can do everything Adam Thielen can do. Uh, I mean, the big question is what Big Ben shows up. Does Big Ben show up and it looks like he's got a little life in his arm? Or does Big Ben show up and it's the Big Ben we've been watching for the last 12 weeks where he, he kind of looks like a zombie? Uh, right. I don't think Kirk is going to make the mistakes that Lamar Jackson may. He's not going to spot Pittsburgh 14 points, hopefully. But right. if he does, I think this could be a very different game for the Vikings. My player of the game, uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, but I think you're going to, you might see a massive Claypool game because he hasn't had one. He's, he has went from being like, oh shit, you've got like a red zone stud. Claypool was looking like uh, the next Plaxico Burris. And he kind of disappeared this year. Right. So, uh, I think he's going to have a good game, too. I think this is going to be – I mean, over 45 looks really good to me right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, my player of the game is going to be David Cook. If he's going to be if, if he's gonna be active tonight, he's going to be tough it out. So, it looks like they're going to give him the ball. They won't make him active if he's going to be out there for 30%. Looks like he's going to be full go. So, I'll give it to him. Uh, next game on the slate, first game of Sunday – the New Orleans Saints 
going up to New York to go against the Jets. Who you got there? This is the worst quarterback matchup of the week. And the Lions are playing. You're going to have Russ playing Tyrod. Like, this is the worst quarterback matchup of the week. And you're going to have... some Hill versus Zach Wilson? Yeah. I think that's going to look worse than Baker and Lamar both, like, looking like the Monstars took their fucking talent. Oh, my goodness. That's awful. Taysom Hill threw four picks. Yeah, he ran for 101, though. But he threw four picks. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, and Zach Wilson doesn't look that much better. Yeah, no. Zach Wilson, I mean, hey, he got a couple touchdowns in last week. He didn't look too bad. Over under total interceptions in this game. Uh, I'm taking the, I'm putting money on the three and a half, and I'm taking the over. Is there an actual prop for that? What are the odds? Because three oh, and a God, half, no, I would. I, I think I would take three and a half. I think this could easily be a, a five, six pick game. Oh shit! This could I be mean, ugly. I don't think Taysom plays the whole game. He has a mallet finger. Like he has the same type of injury Russ had, but he's gonna play with his. So it I, might again, be. is Trevor Simeon any better? Trevor Simeon's hurt too. <laughs> that now that's the worst matchup of the week. Trevor Simeon versus Zach Wilson. That's a that's a bad one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think this is an ugly game. Uh, again, the Saints should win. I think I have the Saints here just because I think they're a better team right now. But yeah. they're not a better team by as much as you think. No. You know? Um, Camaro's back, though. So that's why I'm going to go with the Saints. The easy pick. Kamara's going to be in there. They're going to give him the ball. Taysom Hill, if he could figure it out with his finger, it might be a really, really – I I think the Saints might blow out the Jets. Like, they – you really don't know what's going to happen with Taysom. He might throw the ball four times and throw four picks. He might run it for 12 times and get 200 yards. Should I fade myself? No turnovers mm. in the game is plus 900. Oh, fuck. That's crazy. I'll take it. 10 bucks pays Maybe one 90. of those weird games. 10 bucks pays be- 90. Like, I might put some money on no turnovers. I plus 900. Like, because, like, you got to think. If you're both these teams, you got to be super conservative to win. This might be a game where they both just play Patriots versus Buffalo. It's just Kamara and Michael Carter. Yeah. Um, let's look at their defenses real quick. I don't think Lattimore's playing. So that means that they're pretty, you can't name another star DB out there. And the Jets, you can't name a star DB either. I think that's what we need to look at. The DB matchup isn't that good. So if that's the case, then yeah, no turnovers. Let's throw some money on that. I like it. Fuck it. Because you never know. They might actually have like an explosive game where they just both look good. That's the money back guarantee. Don't be afraid to fade yourself. Pick of the week. No turnovers, Saints and Jets. <laughs> That's our pick. 
Oh, shit. Next game is an interesting one. Falcons, Panthers. On the news today, CMC said we're going to win this game. It is a CMC guaranteed win of the week. And if he's saying that, he's on IR. That's what he said, though. If he's saying that, that means they're going to win. How many games has Cam Newton won without Christian McCaffrey? Like four? <laughs> Maybe? Maybe four. I said none. I was being massive. Maybe four. <laughs> hey, he said it. So I'm going to go with the Panthers. Take the Panthers here against the Falcons. I mean, it's the Falcons. I'm not taking them against the Bucks or anything crazy like that. I'm taking them against the Falcons. Give I'm going to go ahead. Actually, yeah, I need Atlanta to start playing well because if they lose against the Lions, I'm going to be very upset. Give me Atlanta plus 115 because guess what? Uh, you might not know this because every time you watch Atlanta play, they fucking suck. But Atlanta is in the hunt for a wild card. They are five and seven. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're five I, and seven. Yeah, they're the hunt for it because of that big ass spot, number seven spot. But still, Cordero Atlanta Patterson has, has so Cordero, many holes. Cordero Patterson might have three touchdowns with a loss. Taking the Panthers. Player of the game, DJ Moore, because I need it for my fantasy. I'm we only split. naming guys I need for my fantasy. We, we split there. <laughs> we split there. All right. Next game, the Reese. Now, talk about a team on the hunt. I'm taking Seattle over Houston. That's an easy pick. Seattle can run the table. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how long he was going to let me go with that shit. <laughs> You know what? Here's here's the most disrespectful odds of the week. Houston plus 315. What? Come on now. Seahawks are rolling right now. After their impressive win against the 49ers. They're on a one-game win streak after blowing two. You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want it on the record. I am picking in the pick'em. I'm picking Seattle. But Houston plus nine. I fucking love Houston plus nine at home. Is Tyrod Taylor playing though? Should be. I think it's Davis Mills. Okay. Oh my God. You're still going to take the plus nine with Davis Mills. I mean, DK can't catch. Oh my God. You're ridiculous. I'm taking DK is a liability. DK. DK should just start bodybuilding. Oh my goodness. I'm going to take the Seahawks. I'm going to take Russ to have another big game. Three touchdowns this time. Not two. Three touchdowns for Russ. I'm taking him to be my player of the game because I need it in my fantasy. Yeah, and they'll lose 24-21. All right. You're back. Hold on. Who you got? Oh. Divisional game. Raiders versus the Chiefs. Who you got in this one? Raiders. Wait, is uh, Darren Waller playing? Questionable still. Uh, but it looks Wall- like he's expected to play though. If Darren Waller plays, I'm going to take plus 340 Las Vegas Raiders. He's wild. He's losing his money. 
because I think uh, I think Derek Carr is that much better than Teddy Bridgewater. Chiefs defense has let up six touchdowns in the last five games. Six touchdowns. That's all they've let up. None on the ground. Or excuse me, one on the ground. This defense is all the way back. Tony, I'm sorry. I apologize. Don't listen to the earlier clips because obviously you got it figured out. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking them to win big. I'm talking about straight up everyone on the newsstand. All right, man. Six game winning streak. The Chiefs are back. Uh, uh, Chiefs are back. Done deal. Game over. The team is fully back. I'm taking the Chiefs to win big. Player of the game. I'm going to share it with my boy, the infamous Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. You know why? Because when it comes to this Raiders team, team, that too. But when it comes to the Raiders, these two guys just click. And they click all the time. Last big game Kelsey had was against the Raiders. I think it's probably one of his one of very few games that he had over 100 yards. It was against the Raiders. He's going to have another one. We back. We throw the ball. You could just run it 46 times. That's cute. He didn't make one big throw, by the way. Not one. Next game, Ravens versus the Browns. This is – I was shocked to open up my odds and see uh, Ravens plus 120. What? <laughs> the Ravens are underdogs in this game? Sure are. They're at Cleveland, wow. but still. Wow. Kareem Hunt back. Is he back? Uh, should be. Sound. If you can run, I don't know. That's a trap game for real. <laughs> Ravens seem like such an easy pick at plus 120, bro. I mean, I agree. Like, we're in shock right now. Yeah. <laughs> like I, th- I thought it would be the other way around. I thought even on the road, it would be Cleveland plus 120 at home. Yeah. It's just, it's such a question mark because Lamar has looked bad, but he's looked competent. Baker has teetered on looking too injured to play. Yeah. But he's willing to go out there and he's going out there. And I mean, you guys are off a buy, right? Uh, yeah, they are so. off a buy. So, I mean, I guess you're assuming a lot that he's going to be still banged up. But if you're looking at Baltimore, Baltimore can potentially ice out two teams in the division if they win this game. It's it, If Baltimore wins, it's between Baltimore and Cincinnati. Yeah, I definitely think that after the loss that they took, making a big gamble, they are going to – I don't think they'll play conservative, 
But this is a big statement game that they need to win. Miles Garrett, for the Browns to win this game, Miles Garrett has to have a true defensive player of the year game. Yes, absolutely. He needs to get to Lamar at least three times. Yeah. And just just blitz Lamar. Like, clearly that's the fucking blueprint. Give Lamar nowhere to run. Send seven guys. Send six guys. Yeah. I mean, done, he's sometimes easier said than done, but yeah, I mean the Browns have them. I think have a much better defense. You have Mar- uh, Humphreys out for the year. Yep. So cornerbacks are a big issue for Baltimore, and I think they know it because they went for two last week. Yep. But we can practice. You see what you can find. That's a tough game. That's a tough game. I, I think I would lean towards Baltimore for the sole reason of the odds. I think plus 120 is hard to pass up. Yeah, but, uh, I'm definitely going to take uh... point. It's only two and a half. So field goal wins it. Yeah, definitely going to take the Ravens here. Um, statement game that they need to win. Going to take, uh, I don't know, Ravens defense. They're going to need to find a way to stop the run game. If you can stop the run game and get the ball into Lamar's hands, then you can win this game easily. But you got to stop that two-headed monster, and that's very easy. That's not, excuse me, that's not easy at all. And I have you on my fantasy team. Uh, I'm going to go fantasy player of the game, uh, Cleveland defense. I think they are going to put up a show. Uh, I think this is going to be a very close game. Uh, under is 42 and a half, which is a low under. I hate taking unders under 45, but that might be a safe under. I think so. When when 20, when 21, 24 is an over, that's tough. I don't usually like to take that, but it doesn't look too bad, honestly. No, not too bad at all. Um, next game, game of the week. I mean, one of one of probably three, like five game of the weeks right here. It's that very very big slate this week. We have the Dallas Cowboys versus the red hot, steaming hot Washington football team. Who you got there? Oh man, this is a huge one. Could Dallas miss the playoffs? No. I mean, they could if they lose every they lose out, but that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna take Dallas just because they're healthy. They're so healthy. I think healthy Dallas beats banged up Washington football team. I think Heineke comes back to earth because I don't think again. I think Trayvon Diggs is overrated in terms of a pure cornerback, but you cannot miss bad. If you miss bad, he'll make you pay. He'll give you completions, but if those completions bounce, tip balls he's going to get. And Heineke is, uh, no pun intended, a little bit of a loose cannon. So (laughs) I I will take Heineke to have a come down game. I'll take Dallas to win. Uh, I don't love it, but I will take it. All right. 
Yeah, I'm going to take Dallas to win as well. I think, yeah, they're going to be running. They're going to be rolling. They're going to be showing in the next couple of weeks against their division especially. They're going to show that they are the best team in the NFL. One of the best teams in the NFL. Is Washington, Washington football team plus 175 at home disrespectful? Yes. No. Dallas is a big horse that they got to take on, and that's going to be a big matchup. Um, that's why, yeah, taking Dallas here. Uh, play of the game, pretty much the whole Dallas Cowboys offense. Top to bottom, pretty much, except for Zeke. CD back? <laughs> CD back, Cooper back, Gallup back, Dak, or Zeke is off his, the injury report. I've seen that today. They're fully healthy, man. At the best time. One month right before the playoffs, put in some really good games. They're going to be a team to watch, man. They, they could make a really big run. Like if, I mean, if they can find a way to get the playoffs through Dallas, or if the Bucks cannot have it go through Tampa, watch out for the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is eight and four. Washington football team is six and six. And I think they play each other twice still. Yep, they still they still do. So that, this is this is I mean, I think the last five weeks of the season, it's all except for like one week, it's all NFC East teams playing each other. So this could flip real quick. But we're looking at right now must-win games for Philly and Washington. Yes, absolutely. They need to win it. And they could split one. Like I was telling you last episode, man, AFC East could uh, – or NFC East can have three teams in the playoffs, and they could really, really, really make it happen. They got to win crucial games and split the games against each other, of course. So, and that includes Eagles beating Cowboys at least once. So, that's going to be super tough. Uh, Who starts a quarterback? (laughs) Give it up. (laughs) Next game, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Tennessee Titans. Julio's back. Julio's back. Who do you got winning that game? Uh... Not to be overly dramatic, because it doesn't matter that much at all for the uh, records and the standings, but this is a must-win game for the Tennessee Titans. Yes, they got to show that they have something. They're eight and four. Uh, Pending an epic collapse, they are in the playoffs. Yes. Right now, playoffs, if the season ends today, you have New England, uh, Baltimore, Tennessee, Kansas City. Uh, you're looking at either where you're looking at two out of, two teams out or three teams out of uh, Buffalo, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Chargers. Which could change because there are a few teams at six and six, uh, particular in the AFC North. If Cleveland wins this week, changes a lot. Big time. Then suddenly Pittsburgh wins tonight. Cleveland wins on Sunday. Suddenly it is a four-way tie, almost a four-way tie in the AFC North. Uh, But this is a massive game, confidence game for the Titans. They have to show they can win. They have to show they can win through the air, that they can establish the run. And 
for people like me who have Derrick Henry on the IR and their fantasy teams. If Tennessee loses and Derrick Henry can go, Derrick Henry is playing in week 17 and 18. Interesting. No stop. Like, you can't afford to rest him. Because this team, at one point, was the hottest team in football, and they've shown that they can beat anybody on any given Mm -hmm. day. But you got to get to the dance first. And if you lose out, you very well can miss the playoffs. Because Indy bounced back. I'm taking the Jags to win this game. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars can win this game. Um, They're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball heavy this week. And um, being away, Trevor Lawrence is going to have one of his games. He played very well last week, even though he lost. He did play very well. Will they bench James Robinson? No. I think that's the reason why. They're going to let him run the ball, and he's going to run mad. He's going to run very angry, and that's going to work out for a lot of people. Watch out for James Robinson to be the running back of the week this week. It definitely could happen, especially that Jonathan Taylor's on by. Taking Jags, taking James Robinson. And I do not have the chance. Uh, just so you're aware, uh, latest reports on um, latest reports out of Tennessee. Uh, they think on November 1st, they felt that Derrick Henry was going to be out for six to 10 weeks. Derrick Henry felt that it was going to be back on the early side of the timeline. And the Titans feel that eight weeks is probably where he's going to be. So they feel like he can be back early January. Oh, two weeks. Two, he gets the last two weeks of the season. Like I said, I think if they lose this game, you might see Derrick Henry back earlier than that. You might see him taking limited reps next week. If anything else, get out there and be a decoy. I like it. Bring Derrick back right now. <laughs> uh, next game, the super red hot Detroit Lions going up against the Denver Broncos. Who you got there? Bro, I might just be addicted to plus signs. But why do I <laughs> love Detroit plus 350 here? I don't know why you love Detroit plus 350. You shouldn't love Detroit. Plus Stop Dude. loving Detroit plus 350. Don't do it. The Broncos are going to take care of business. I'm picking Denver, but this is going to be the most on-the-ground running game we might see all year. You're going to see Javante Williams and the Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, backfield of the Lions going back and forth all day. Swift is out for another two weeks. If you have Jamal Williams in fantasy, start it. Yes. It's the William versus Williams show because I think Melvin Gordon is also out. So He is. And Javon Williams for Denver is a must start. You do not bench him at all. He is getting touches and he runs and he is a good runner. For real. I started guaranteed, last week and I was very happy with it. Guaranteed 100 yards this week, for sure, up against this Lions team. Got to take the Broncos. I'm going to take Williams. I I really I saw him against the Chiefs, and I was like, wow, this dude can run the ball. He's he just out. needs the offensive line. He just needs the offensive line. Yeah, he is going to be a big problem. Keep his guys listening to this shit. 
keep him in your thoughts for next year's fantasy because he's one of those quiet guys like Gaskins that is making noise now. And hopefully he's spotted between 10 and 20 and you could steal him. He could be a better Dalvin Cook. Yes, I I can I can see that absolutely. All right, next game you have the New York Giants up against the LA Chargers. Oh, this is lock of the week, Chargers. Yeah, absolutely. Lock of the week, Chargers. Um, they're at home too, so yeah. I don't even know who's gonna be the quarterback for the Giants. They might throw fucking Ken Galladay back there for fuck's sake. It's bad over there. Um, player of the game, gonna take Mike Williams. I have him in fantasy. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna take <laughs> all these are uh, biased. <laughs> I'm gonna take Austin Eckler. There Easy you go. to get done. Aaron Ground. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to break down the four biggest games of the week. These are massive games. 49ers going up against Cincinnati. Who you got there? Man, I got Cincinnati. I think they're a little more well-rounded. I think they're mad about how last game went. 49ers, though, this might be a must-win for them. If they lose, they're... They're looking bad. Yeah, they're looking bad. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals, man. I like the Bengals here, too. Um, Joe Burrow had a bad pinky and still played pretty okay. So now that that pinky is going to be just fine, it was just a dislocation. The swelling is down. This is a game that they're going to win. Player of the game, I think Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon needs to bounce back from that last game. He did not play particularly well. So I'm gonna take Joe Mixon on this one. I got Jamar Chase. He's been real quiet lately. Dude, uh, super quiet, man. Holy shit. He he's got to do it, and I mean, he had one go off his hands that would have been a touchdown that turned into an interception. Uh, I know he hates that, so he's got to turn it around. Uh, and here's my hot take: if you're looking for a little bit of help in fantasy, and you're not quite sure what to do at the number one position. If San Francisco loses this game, they go to six and seven. Do not be surprised if they start Trey Lance the next game. Yes, watch out for Trey Lance. Not not watch a bad a guy to drop your backup and throw him on your bench. Absolutely. That is a very, very good take right there. Um, next game. Man, this is this is a really big game. You got the Buffalo Bills coming off their horrendous loss against the Patriots up against the powerhouse Super Bowl team, the Tampa Bay Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Bills. I think Bill Belichick just broke the Bucks. Or broke the Bills? Bills, yeah. Sorry. I think he just broke them. Um, they're blaming I, everybody. They're flopping. They're looking for calls. D- Sean McDermott comes out in his press conference and basically just starts bitching. Oh, it wasn't me. Don't give Bill Belichick credit. We we did this ourselves. Nah, man. You got nah. played. They ran the ball and they showed your weakness. And it looks like they found your blueprint on defense. They were switching out defensive lines every fucking three plays. That's not working because they're running on you. And Bill Belichick goes, uh, was, is said in an interview, uh, 
they asked like, what uh, what do you have? What can you do next time when you play Buffalo? Because they're playing them basically, Bills by week Bills. He goes, oh, I don't know. We didn't show them any of our passing plays, so we can just use those. It's gonna be some, crazy man, next like, week. At first, I was nervous because I was legitimately like, I've talked a lot of shit about Mac Jones being a stud. Do I need to be concerned about him playing in the snow? Now I'm starting to double down on my Patriots might sweep the Bills. Uh, I really hope it's better weather in Gillette. I really hope so. Here's the thing, man. If the Bills lose three in a row, Patriots, Bucks, Patriots, are they done? Do they recover in time to make the playoffs? I think they're out. I think they're out. Yeah, I think that right. I think that would break the team, legitimately. And you've got some hotheads in that secondary. If they lose another game, like fourteen to twenty-one, or like fourteen to twenty, man, you're gonna have a fucking riot. And Josh Allen's ass is on the hot seat, big time. Jadavia's white missing him is key. It looks like right now for them. Here, here, um, next game. Here's my hot take. Ready. Uh, player of the game, fantasy player of the game is Stefan Diggs. Bucks win. I'm taking Stefan Diggs and Bills win. They need to win this game. That's it. Um, yeah, but the pay, the Bucks they they want that bye week bad. Right. They kind of need it because <laughs> AB apparently is about to get his fucking leg amputated. <laughs> They're trying uh, so- though, bro. They're trying. Rashad Perryman played more, a higher percentage of snaps than AB has played in any game since he's been a Buccaneer. I think they are trying, Bruce Arians specifically is trying very hard to make a case to Tom Brady that Rashad Perryman is just as good as Antonio Brown so they can cut his ass. But he's not. I don't think think that's happening. (laughs) But he's not. Okay, guys, I lied. Not all four games are impressive. The next game is the Chicago Bears going against the Packers. Bro, and not to echo Barstool Sports, but uh, they posted an article. I didn't read it. I just read the headline, but I agreed with it. Whoever decided not to flex this game from Sunday night should go to fucking prison. (laughs) Like, you're telling me Bill's Bucks. Niners, Bengals, uh, Raiders, Chiefs. Fuck, I, I'd rather watch Ravens, Browns. You're telling me you can't get any of those games flexed to Sunday night? Nope. And we're going to see the Packers just roll these dudes completely. Quote unquote. Quote unquote. Aaron Rodgers, I fucking own you. I still fucking own you. I've owned you my whole life. Packers by a hundred. Packers twelve and a half is insanity. I never bet anything that high. I might bet Packers minus twelve and a half. Justin Fields is gonna play. Maybe they keep it close, but again, like I haven't seen a lot out of Justin Fields. He hasn't been no. able to use Allen Robinson. Matt Nagy is gone, and it would just be super poetic for him to get fired after getting blown out on Sunday night by the Packers. I like it. This might this I, might be literally this might be Jay's dead man walking play of the 
bet of the, the night. And it's, you know, it's Packers. Yeah, absolutely Packers. I'm going to take uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Player of the game. He's going to fucking kill these dudes. Why would you not? He owns the team. <laughs> All right. Next game, last game of the week, Monday night, Rams, Cardinals. Rams. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams too. I think uh, uh, the Rams look good in Arizona. I think um, Daryl Henderson being back and Sony Michelle finally figuring his shit out. They have a two man back again. So I think the Rams are going to win this shit impressively. I think they win by ten. I I I just think the Cardinals are suspect. I think they've had a lot of close wins that they probably shouldn't have had that could have gone either way. I think they're due to be exposed. Um, I think you're going to see a huge Cooper Cup game. I think OBJ is still overrated. I don't think he's going to help you win playoff games, but I think he's going to bring enough to to beat a Cardinals team that, again, I think is overrated, especially on defense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is the game that Matt Matthew Stafford wins. He'll go one and like 15 against teams that have five or more wins above 500. This is it. Yep. Taking, gonna take Matt Stafford, fantasy player of the game. Four touchdowns, one of them going, two of them going to OBJ. Uh, I got Cooper Cup. <laughs> like, I, I just, we haven't had a big Cooper Cup game. He started with preposterous stats to start the season. I think you've now officially made OBJ enough of a threat where you're going to get a little bit more balanced coverage and I think Cooper Cup eats. Yeah. That's that is your NFL week 14. It's going to be a very good week. Now it's time for picks of the weekend. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. Money not actually guaranteed. Please gamble responsibly. My picks of the weekend. I have some really good ones for you. I'm confident in the Panthers because CMC said it, so I'm going to put money on it. I'm taking the Panthers over the Falcons. I'm going to take my Chiefs with the spread. I think it's three and a half, I think it is. Nine and a half. Nah, oh, shit, my bad. Eh, I'll take the spread. That's how confident I'm my boy. My boys are back. I'm taking the Chiefs over the Raiders. I'm going to take the Cowboys over the Washington football team. I'm also going to take the Jags over the Titans. I'm very confident in this. I'm throwing money on it. And, of course... My upset pick of the week, I'm going to take the Bills over the Bucks money lines. You mean your upset pick of the week isn't the Jags plus 330 over the Titans? I got two of them. Fuck it. <laughs> That's how much it is. That's crazy. I thought it would at least be like 225. I thought I saw that two something when I came. Nah, lock, I lock it in now. Either that or it just moved a ton. Uh, I'm going to go super simple. I got your Raiders plus 340 over Kansas City. Uh, (laughs) Pending Waller starting. If Waller does not play, I cross that out. Uh, I got the Falcons plus 110 at Carolina. 
I've got the Ravens plus 120 at Cleveland because I like the odds. I think it's a pick em game. I got the Chargers minus 10 versus the Giants. I got the Bengals plus 105 versus the Niners. And then, fuck it, I'm going to take the Rams plus 115 at Arizona. That is good. I'm actually going to take that Ravens pick, too. I forgot about that. That was crazy. It's crazy how those odds work, so I'm going to take the Rams. Nice. Yeah, I like that. I think this is going to be a good week. I know we're both upset hunting. I'm going to get Angel. I'm going to convince him. One of us is going to have some sort of fantasy uh, corner for you on Saturday morning because it's that time. Either got two weeks or one week left until it is playoff time in all your leagues. Hopefully you're all still alive. Uh, And we're just going to keep making money. We're just going to keep stacking checks. It's a new month, Angel. Hell yeah. You've got officially three weeks to go up 50 units. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my bets for the rest of the year are going to be something that's either going to put me in the hole, double, or I'm going to come out even okay i might have to go to euro soccer again i might have to take out some nhl picks i'm definitely going to tail khl picks because that's hot right now ladies and gentlemen my board is going to be very big it might be a two-pager okay guys so you might have to like scroll that make sure you like those picks on ig okay be ready for a hundred unit play from angel on christmas day nba dude christmas day nba is going to be a wild time trust me it's, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, this is Parlay December for me, ladies and gentlemen. So it's time to follow me and get paid. Or no, I'll, I'll make sure I post them so we can get a record. Oh, trust me, ladies and gentlemen, I will be even. You know what? I'm going to be plus by the end of the year. So make sure you're tailing my picks. Make sure you go on IG, money underscore back underscore podcast, and follow our picks because it's money back guaranteed. Not actually guaranteed. It's funny. I'm down 50 units. You were up units. Tom Brady broke you. You went down big in the Super Bowl, <laughs> hammering everything and every prop on the Chiefs, and you have not recovered <laughs> for 12 straight months. <laughs> oh, fuck. Who would have thought I would have fell into the Tom Brady curse? <laughs> one of many, baby. Just one of Dude. many. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week, y'all.